Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> I swear, y'all, we, we are we are a couple of grumpy women up here on the Weird Mountain. We guys. have been in a mood. Oh, law. It has been. We went outside, walked through the woods, and looked at the little baby ramps. You mean and stomp through the woods. Stomp through the woods. <laughs> Yelling at the squirrels, get off my damn land! <laughs> yeah, we're so don't come visiting right now, cause right. Uh, cause we're li- we're ill like little copperheads. That's what we're like we, today. We have turned our welcome mat around, and it doesn't say welcome; it says go away. <laughs> so kind of like Gomez said at the beginning of the show. That's you know? right. Just Do you get consider on yourself here. normal? <laughs> Please go don't. somewhere else. Yeah. So. We were going to talk about dreams and bodements again and all that. I'm hearing so much from people about it. I am, but then we decided we were going to talk about stupid people. I know. Can we we combine up talking about bodements and dreams and prophecy and stupid people? I think we can. Let's try it. Y'all with us? I think. You know what I think? What? I think if we offered a class on how to have prophetic dreams about stupid people to protect yourself from <laughs> I believe I believe we would make our first million dollars with that one <laughs> y'all y'all want to just uh, go ahead and subscribe to the the class about how to tell that stupid people are coming towards you how to dream the stupidity away oh uh, lord so anyway is I, there some kind of spray I can get just spray on my body that will just make stupid people stay away from me like a repellent Stupid be gone. We'll like to... a citronella, stupid people <laughs> repellent. Is there a thing like that? Well, citronella works for your skeeters and such, but I, I don't just... think they're stupid, though. They do what they're supposed yeah. to do. Well, maybe these stupid people do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. I swear, I'm just, I'm wore out with it. I'm wore out with it, too. Don't, every, time don't I turn, every time I turn around, it's just one more stupid person after another one. Well... You know, here's the thing. When I say the word stupid, I'm a little embarrassed because I was taught come on in, Gomez. I was taught not to not to not to say stupid. Oh, there is that's kind a of, critical There is some know. kind of Bible thing about calling people stupid. Well, you know what? I'm not a Christian and I'm not a Jew. So if I want to call somebody stupid, I'm gonna call them stupid. And if they're stupid then damn. <laughs> I'm just I'm done with it. And I'm not talking about ignorant people that don't know better. I'm talking about people who just, they just revel in being as stupid and annoying as they possibly can. Stupid well, be gone. Like I said, I, I was, I try not to be critical. Do I you? Try, no, I, I do. Love I love really being do. critical. I, I, don't, I don't love being critical. It means that I'm in a bad mood usually. And, and <laughs> I try to put myself in everybody else's place, but there's some <laughs> Stupid oh my goodness, that was a crow call for sure. Thank you, Craig. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hell of a, a year this week, hasn't it? Yeah. How you doing, Gomez? Right on. 
Go did you have? Did, were you hanging out with stupid people earlier today, or you've been good? <laughs> has there been good? Wait, you haven't been stupid today, have you, Cuff? That's what you bad. Because that's the thing, we all get to be stupid sometimes. Well, and if one of us, out of the three of us sitting here, are not in a bad mood, yes, then the two you, of God us does. that are in a bad mood have a better chance of getting out of it, wouldn't you say? Because the one of us is going to hopefully rub off on us. Exactly. I'm a rubbing you know, off on That's why right I asked, but if he too had had an encounter with much stupidity today, then we're doomed. And you can just, <laughs> and you can just go get that doomed. other bottle out. It's <laughs> well, y'all can't see it, but right here on this table, I've got a cut. Oh, you got a cut to a commercial. You tired of stupid people? I'm tired of stupid people. That's why when I runs across me some zinc face wondering how you open talking a bunch of mess they ain't got no account to be talking about, opens me up a big old open can of stupid be gone. You know what I'm saying? When I say stupid be gone, the stupid just fly right out the window. I just sit back and watch them feathers fly. And let me tell you, when I tell you, when I'm telling you, you better listen and I'm telling you that you too can have yourselves a bona fide can of stupid be gone for the right old price of 19 just think about it. When that person show up at your place and acting like they know something, you're like, this person really stupid. You can turn around and open you up a can of stupid be gone, and the stupid just fly right out the window. So, 1995, you hop on the train, just like everybody else, and wants that stupid go right out that window, and you just act now. If you act now, we don't win another can of stupid be gone. So, just ride into these weird ladies here, and they'll tell you how you can get your bonafide can of stupid be gone. Now you get two cans for the price one. That price is stupid. Mr. I like to, I like to uh, observe the cool stuff that happens during the workday. And every now and then I write about it on one of those apps that I write on and stuff. Yeah. And I've got a little series called Things I Was Asked at Work Today. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, and no, my rant about stupid people are not from that. No. The people walking in the store are seekers, and they're rarely stupid. Yes. You know? um, Correct. I'm serious about that. But somebody brought me a skull yesterday. What kind of skull? Well, take a look. I'm going to ask you. It looks like some sort of giant nuclear rat skull. Ooh, nuclear rat. That sounds like it might be a possum. I believe it is a possum skull because of the incisors, but... What? Ooh, that might be a possum. It doesn't have that big, the big giant teeth like a groundhog does. Yeah, it's not But that's big. Well, a groundhog has got the two front teeth that are the biggest, and these have canine, kind of canine things. It could be a dog skull, but with those incisors, I doubt it. Yeah. Did you see it, Dumas? I did not. Come here, look. Are you starting the car? Because I already ran the car today. You already? Yeah. yeah. I ran it for about 20 minutes. You know, possums have the ugliest teeth I've ever seen. I've got to see. They've got the gnarliest looking teeth. Is that a possum? I don't think so. I don't so. think it is. Here's the thing. It might be a raccoon. What kind of ra- so, raccoons don't have inside? They don't know. That's not a raccoon. So, uh, you know what? Let's put it up on uh, on uh, the, have the Weird Mountain page yeah. and see if somebody can help us identify it. But I count that as one of the good things that happened to me yesterday because they brought it in for the right reasons. You know, I I don't do, I don't walk around with a bag of bones as like opposed to, like, like you, I yeah. I don't because for me, bones have never spoken to me about, my bones don't speak to me about other people. <laughs>
<laughs> if somebody wants to talk to me about uh, any of it, is that a possum? A raccoon. raccoon? I guess that is a raccoon. Yeah, still. I think it is. Yeah. Um, so they bring it to me when they find bones. Oh, I love that. It's their, it's their story. It's their bones. And so I'll, that's when I'll, you know, look at the skull or look at the bones and give them a reading, give them their reading from their bones. Yeah. And that seems to work better for me. It just seems to be more direct. Yeah. Um, and so these people brought it in, and I actually have a really kind of a good opinion of the person who brought it in. They're very sensible, and they're very intelligent, and... And I just thought, well, that's so cool that somebody would do that. Oh, that is sweet. I love, well, obviously, I love bones. That that altar over there that scares the the muggles. It's got bones all over. Well, it just, you know what, the little tub there distracts them. So we we can tell them, look at that little tub. Oh, look, there's silverware. Look, (laughs) look, don't, don't. Don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. The man behind the curtain. Don't be looking. No, don't look at the shiny. Oh. oh. So you couldn't know this because you don't do the social media thing, but things on social media are a little weird right now. A whopper jaw is what I yeah. said there. And jaw. Everybody's crazy about this damn coronavirus. Oh, no. Hey, no. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Mm. Well, well I'm drinking whiskey. We survived Ebola. We survived SARS. SARS. We will certainly survive coronavirus. We survived this. <laughs> We survived the plagues. We survived disco. Hey. We survived disco. We survived we survived Reagan. What the hell? We survived Reagan. Don't be don't be doing And you know what else? We're gonna survive Taylor Swift. That's right. This too. What? Yes, all of that. Clutching my pearls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get you some pearls. I'm I'm gonna get both of us some pearls. They're gonna be the weird mountain pearls. Like 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 we we dug them up out of the stream. I was down there Weird catching me some crawdads. <laughs> and look here, what I found. A little old mollusk with some pearls in pearls. it. Look, there's some weird mountain pearls. <laughs> on them weird mountain girls. On them I weird like That's hilarious. There's, there's, no another, there's another song to write. Weird mountain pearls. Well, My pearl mama's could be left a... me some weird mountain pearls. And Pearl was her name. I've been drinking whiskey, can you tell? Just singing. There we go. I've been drinking a protein drink, can you tell? <laughs> and some tea. I, lo- I love to be surrounded by little things to drink. I don't know what it is about me if I never got enough to drink when Do I was you little. Have, are you Scotch-Irish? <laughs> yes. Have been, okay. But, I mean, it doesn't have to be alcohol stuff. Like, I'll have a little bit of orange juice and some apple juice and also some water. And surrounded and by jars, mason jars. And maybe a little bit of coffee over here. And it's like, hi. I got all my drinks. They're all right here. It feels like royalty. It's kind of like you're like in high cotton at that point, aren't you? I am. It is. I have beneficence all around me because I can choose what I'm going to drink. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, believe it or not, we were going to talk about dreams and bodements. And we have not even touched we on We haven't them. even gone there not one single time. No. We? Well, I, I write about this in one of my books. Somebody contacted me one morning. He and his wife had uh, they'd stepped out of their cabin they were renting a cabin in the mountains they'd okay. stepped out of the cabin he'd gone down first of course because he was a man he's gonna make sure no bears were going to attack them you know whatever 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 you men do i don't 
I don't know. Had nothing so, to do with Ian outside. No, probably not. <laughs> so then his wife, and she was a fairly she was a fairly new wife. They hadn't been married long. She stepped out, and as she stepped off the porch, this big old snake rolled down the porch roof and landed behind her. And he said, so, Byron, what's that mean? And I was like, what time of day was it? What kind of snake was it? Where did it go? Where did it go? Did you all stand near it, or did you run away from it? I had all these questions so I could figure out what his dream meant. He said, well, I, I, I didn't even notice what color it was. And I said, well, you're not helping me. Well, you're well, doing see, a generic yes. interpretation of your dream? And, and that's that's a good point that you make because, I mean, I know, yes, what are you going to say? What am I, psychic? Yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, did you call me because I'm a witch? What? What was <laughs> but, but the thing is, is people will walk in uh, to the store sometimes and they'll they'll have a real problem, but they won't describe anything that has to do with the problem. And yeah. you have to kind of... You know, you have to kind of so interpret it out, out of them yeah. if you choose to become involved in the situation. And I have to tell you, there's some, some real things that walk in the door there. Mm -hmm. And then there's also, you know, pretty good amount. There's some not as real situations. Well, I was at the store and I had this woman come in and she wanted to know somebody was doing some nasty to her. She was unhappy, blah, mm -hmm. blah. So she wanted to, she didn't want to hurt anybody. She just wanted to stop them. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I was like, oh, all right, all right, well, tell me what you've done. Have you done a binding? Because that's what I always recommend first is you do a binding. It's a simple kind of low-level work. And it's usually pretty effective. And mm -hmm. she said, oh, no, I did one of those. And then we go on to talk about what the next level is and the next level is. And then, because I'm not the brightest crayon in the box, I went back and I said, well, tell me how, that, how you did the binding. And she said, well, and she explained, and she had only done half of it. So she had taken an egg, she was doing egg binding, and she had written something on the egg, but she hadn't wrapped it up and she hadn't put it in the freezer. And I was like, well, what do you think that was going to do? She said, well, somebody told me to do it like that. Ooh. And I said, well, somebody told you wrong. So we did something. really do it. We did something stupid like that one time, or I did something stupid. Remember, we were doing a, a, we were doing a cord cutting. Remember that? Mm. And it was like we did everything except the one thing we were supposed except to do. Except for cutting the cord. Yeah, and that, that was an interesting situation because we were trying to destroy it. Uh, the cord and it would not catch on fire no matter what we tried to do to it. We soaked it in alcohol at one point. We were, we, I mean, we tried to do everything to that cord and it, nothing happened. And then at one point, I, it was one of those V8 moments. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I went, wait just a damn minute here. And thankful, thankful that that didn't go through the wrong way there. You know, so we stopped and, you know, wrapped up the cord and everything worked out there and then cut it and then everything did what it was supposed well, to do and there you go it was craziness you didn't do it that was I a strange do it thing right either sometimes i i really want to begin to i want to find a way for us to document some of the the weird things that happen here in a more formal way than i do it because if i need to just find a way to just I, and of course i'd be writing 
all the time I'd be writing about it or talking about it or something. But wouldn't you like to be able to look back one day and say, oh, I remember this. I hadn't thought of this in five years, but wasn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. I'd really like to do well, that. Well, and I forget so much because I, I was I was at the junk store today, mm. and there was a copy of that little old book, Pat the Bunny. Mm. And it was all in rough shape because they always are. And it made me remember when my daughter was little, when she was maybe two years old, she ate a copy of Pat the Bunny. Wait a minute. She, I'm <laughs> she, sorry, what? She <laughs> ate, she ate. So in, in this interactive tiny children's book, baby book, there's a place where you stick your little finger into mama's ring. And she stuck her finger into mama's ring and she hooked it like that and she pulled back and she ripped the page and then she oh. ate it. <laughs> and so she ripped that, she ate that page and then slowly over the course of about six months, she ate everything from there, except there's a little tuft of rabbit fur and a little piece of hard white plastic. And she ate that dang book. I am not kidding you. And I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry to tell this story on you. But it was the funniest darn thing to, to remember that. There must I have been some special paper it. it was made out of or something that had a special taste to but, it. But I did that That's when hilarious. I was like, I, I ate all kinds of stuff. You yeah. know, I ate mistletoe berries. <laughs> I've I've eaten it all, really. You know, I did not, but I can tell you something I did do. I had a lot of food allergies. Oh, oh, I did. I had a bunch of That was my big deal as a child because I was allergic to milk, eggs, wheat, tomatoes. Because that's why your mom always had to make you lunch. Fish. Yeah, I could go on. What did you eat? What could you eat? Well, for breakfast, I would have oatmeal and 7 Up. Speaking of the 80s, I believe that was something I had in the 80s after a very long night. But I couldn't have yeah. <laughs> little oatmeal. Just but I couldn't have toast. In. I couldn't have butter. I couldn't have orange juice. You, you I couldn't have milk. Corn? Could you have cornmeal things? I could have corn. Could you have cornbread? I did. Uh, no, I couldn't have cornbread because oh, it had milk in it and butter in it. Well, I guess you can make corn pun without that, but it wouldn't be very good. <laughs> so, well, but so, all right. So, we were talking about eating things you're not supposed to. I didn't eat books or anything, but let me tell you something. <laughs> you're looking around like your mom is going to come out of the kitchen and go, do not tell that story. It's not right now, Alicia. In 1969 or 70, there was a diet product called AIDS. And I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> AIDS candy. And it was spelled yes. A-Y-D-S. That's right. And yes. it was little squares that were wrapped oh in God. cellophane. Yes. And they were in a box about the size of a shoebox or something. And they were like little caramels. Little caramels. <laughs> and whoever was on a diet was supposed to eat two of them when they got hungry. And that it would suppress their appetite. And my mother, being, being my mom, she put them up on the top of the refrigerator because... I could never get up there. No, of course you could. And I wouldn't even know they were there. And the day came when I saw somebody, my dad or my mom, one got up there and got them out, and I just happened to see it. Got you some candy out. No, they got themselves (laughs) some candy out. And I just happened to see it, and I I did not say a word, but I did not have any self-control when they left the room. I just climbed my butt right up there, and I just ate about a half a box of AIDS candy. And... (laughs) <laughs> and, and what did it do to your digestive system? I don't remember what it did. Oh, so okay. evidently I didn't get sick from so it. So it didn't, didn't do much to you? I don't know, but I remember that there was a lot of 
asking about who got into it and stuff. And, and did I, you just I give him the big eyes like, I don't know. I hid the cellophane. I knew enough to hide the cellophane. I threw it in some other trash can that wasn't <laughs> ours. And, and I didn't really answer any of their questions. And I just would change the subject and, you know, all of that. Oh. And after that, I did. I'm, I actually got into that candy one or two more times. Oh, my God. It must have tasted pretty good. It did, well, it was candy, and I, was, I didn't get that kind Aged of stuff. candies. I didn't get AIDS candies. I didn't get any candies because I was also allergic to chocolate. Yeah, I know. I had had a strange diet back then. But uh, when I wanted something, I would go get it. And that's just kind of the way I am, I guess. I don't know. I imagine that's the way you were, too, though. If you were me, I bet you'd be up on that refrigerator, too. I I was always hungry when I was a kid. I was always hungry. Thanksgiving. (laughs) I bet I wasn't hungry for a month after that. Thanksgiving. Was like the one day out of the whole year that I was like, ah, oh, I'm full. I'm so full. So, yeah, oh my God, we'd eat anything. And the, when the food came in on Friday night or Saturday morning, we'd just be, it'd be like feeding frenzy. It'd be like sharks in the water. It's like, oh, potato chips. Ah. And we made it to food. food. We're we at food. All. I know. Have we talked about dreams one time? What, well, yeah, and, but we're somewhat time. back to normal because we made it to food. We all right, dreams, food. y'all, dreams. Uh, the active ingredient in AIDS candies was originally benzocaine. Oh, boy. Oh, my Lord. Well, how would that help your appetite? I do not know. Would it make you not feel would your Would you be stomach? on Benny's? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it ends oh, in cane, it's like lidocaine, novocaine. Yeah, yeah. It dull, dulled your belly senses. I don't know. <laughs> Appetite suppressant candy. Yeah, and, you was. know, I guess they went completely out of business once AIDS came in. Oh, I'm sh- I think they were out of business before that, were weren't they? they? I, they weren't called seeing them again, but I also didn't look for them, but... Yeah. yeah, I just think about those people, the the vaping people, you know, there were all these little vape shops that opened oh, everywhere, yeah. and then suddenly it's like, oh no, vaping, oh my god, people are dying from vaping, no, 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 and it's like, but I just invested my last $500,000 into a chain of vape stores because it was safer than smoking cigarettes. Oh, oh we're trying to do the right thing here. We well. had AIDS candies, but then this disease came along. We should start, have some special des- dessert called coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> Oh well, there's all that stuff oh. with Corona beer. Did yeah, with, with man with a uh, man beer drinking man looking for woman with Lyme disease or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something awful. Man with you coronavirus know, looking for woman with Lyme disease. No or something. matter how terrible the situation is, somebody's got a joke. No, shit. that's just how we are as humans. Yeah, we always got that. There was a. There was a meme that was inside of a refrigerator, and there was a case or the six pack of Corona beer, and then there was some other kind of beer that was like wrapped in plastic. Right, I saw that was Well, you know, here's the thing: I'm at a high risk. Yeah, you're at a fairly and high I'm risk. I'm at a high risk because of and, my age, and I hope I don't get it, and I hope you don't get it. And Me honestly, too. I hope the damn disease stops instantly, right now. So mode it be. Done. But yeah, that's not happening. But, but that ain't happening though. But if it doesn't, I'm not gonna, not gonna, be cruel out of fearful thinking. No, that's just and panic is not gonna help anybody. No, you know, and staying calm is staying is, calm and rational and just logical. Though I tell you, I freaked some people out on social media the other day because I woke up in the middle of the night like I do, and going that's through my head was Epsom salts, 
iodized salt, baking, baking soda. soda. And they were just kind of going there in my head. And, and then when I woke up enough, I thought, I probably could use some of all of that. So, but I just posted on social media those three things. And people were like, what does it mean? Is there a recipe? What do you do? What is that all about? Or I use them for blah, 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 blah. And I just thought, I, you know, I just didn't have anything to say. So I just said what was going through my head. And people were like, what, is it, what does it mean? What does it mean? Sleep posting. Those are just basic, basic oh, things yeah. in your house. And you got, some, you got to have it. You do, yeah. Because they're good for everything. Did you know that, Gomez? Mm. No? Could you could you live in a house without baking soda and Epsom salt? Did <laughs> you? He does, as far as he knows. <laughs> Do I have any of that at my house? <laughs> when was the last time you bought Epsom salt? When's the last time I bought a record? Yeah, I bought some, I've got some records. Records. Yeah, we bought tacos recently. Tacos, records. Yeah. Oh, get me a good record player, good turntable. Mm. I got a lot of albums still. Yeah, I got a lot of albums. albums. We still have. You know what I have? I've got a record player that. You can, that will convert your old records into MP3s. How nice! Well, we got a fancy one that um, my sister-in-law gave us. That I don't exactly know what it does because it functions like a record player, but it somehow has some electronic thing going on. I don't know what it does because I don't care. I use it like a record player. <laughs> I slap some steel eye span on there. <laughs> I put me a little bit of Jethro Tull. <sighs> I tell you now, I could listen to some Jethro Tull. Me too. Pink what? Floyd. Pink ooh, Floyd. Ooh, I've been all about Pink Floyd. Like, well, we've been playing. I played Pink Floyd quite a bit yesterday at the shop. Mm -hmm. It was just the right thing to do, you know? I mean, it was one of those days. Yesterday was a weird day. It was weird, but cool. Yeah. I mean, it, it always is. Y'all, I'm not actually bitching about the shop. I love that place. Uh, me too. Uh, you know, we had some good tea. We had resistance tea yesterday, mm -hmm. which that was the first time I'd ever done that tea with the elderberries. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So I don't know. Life is strange. Life is strange, but life, life goes on on Weird Mountain, I guess. <laughs> it either does or it doesn't, you know. Well, and I hear you're working on the ballad of Weird Mountain now. I talked and with Selby and we've got some ideas and. You know, we'll see songs. if we are graced with any inspiration or not. Well, it and is weird here. It is, and I've been inspired several times. How about you? Mm -hmm. uh, no! That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, how it's he's inspired. It is a house of great inspiration. It is a house of great inspiration. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Like, I'm inspired to buy some big old tubs over to the Lowe's so I can get all that all those blankets off the floor. Yeah. That's making me crazy. I think I think I'm ready to donate some of that stuff. Some of the stuff that I brought in that you know that yeah. nobody's using. Cuz y'all this house is just the walls are closing in cuz I every, every time I see a box of mason jars I was buying them. And then Alicia would give me this look this kind of side eye like what's in the box? <laughs> mason jars. Uh where are you going to put those? 
Have y'all opened them bottom <laughs> doors down there? <laughs> Nothing but mason jars. Nothing but mason jars? Let's put some stuff in them. We can't even get to a cup of tea because there's damn mason jars. Oh, I say we put there, morels in there them. There is a and... cannon jar. I bet there's some more cannon jars here than there are people in Buncombe County. Let's can some stuff. <laughs> let's do. What do you want to can? Ain't I nothing have, growing right let's now. Let's dehydrate some stuff too Rancher, this, this year. Well, dehydrating. We're going to use a mason jar for that? I guess mm. once you dehydrate it, well, you dehydrate it, yeah, you're going to want to store it in glass. Much yeah, like we like glass. Yeah, and down in a down in a root cellar, as my granny would Well, say. once we once we get Gomez's pet groundhog out of the basement, <laughs> we, can, we can dig us up a root cellar down there. It'd be great. Yep, it's he's just nodding like, oh, I'm going to kill me a groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting personal, I think. I know. I think it is with him. He's like, I... This ain't gonna stand. It's a grudge match now. He's it's got on, his boom. man against whistle pig. Whistle. <laughs> it's on. It's on. Whistle pig. Whistle pig. I don't know. Have some more whiskey. <laughs> I know. I, I got real jolly, didn't I? You did. And I'm not even drinking the corn liquor. You're not. You're no. just sticking with the iris. Yeah. Never mix. Never worry. That's my theory. Okay. That's it. I took a sniff, and now I'm drunk. <laughs> I tell you what you don't want to drink is that maple-flavored bourbon. That stuff is so good. It is just like maple syrup on your pancakes, except oh, it's alcohol. Man. I was going to say, it sounds oh, like my cake icing. It is. It's really maple. good in, like, coffee. I bet you could make a cake with that. You could, but then you burn out all the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point? Might as well just use regular maple syrup. But it okay. makes people crazy. I've seen people drink that stuff in... Not crazy like a Jaeger crazy when people like, I don't know, drive cars off cliffs and stuff. It's not Jaeger crazy, but just crazy. It's like, I've been drinking maple syrup. No, it's bourbon. No. I thought it was absinthe that made people hallucinate and get crazy. Absinthe. It, they tell me that's true. That's never happened with me. But then I can drink tequila and I don't get crazy. Well, but the, have you drunk absinthe that wasn't here in the U.S.? Yeah. So you drunk the real thing? The real thing, yeah. Um, but it's so weird, because you, you and me both, we can go into that kind of dream world like that. Mm -hmm. Well, and if I do need a kick, I have dream juice that I made. Yeah. It's, yeah. As a matter of fact, I, it's around here somewhere. But it's got it's got other kind of ingredients in it yeah. that are... Accoutrement. Yeah, that, yeah. Are, that will help your brain get into that state that's receptive to yeah. opening up to different information. And now we may have come back to dreams. <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of crows this afternoon. <laughs> I know. Well, it's mating season. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. They're um, all out there like, where is me a man? Yeah, yeah. I like them dark with a big nose. <laughs> well, That's the way I like them, too. Well, I'm just, I, I was back to, I was thinking about dreams while you were saying that. I was like, what piece of advice have I got? You know. <laughs> 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 what oh, piece of wow. advice have you got for people when it comes to their dreams? We were originally talking about the the um, the folk, the thing where the thing. Like you mean I don't that, know that superstition that you can't tell your dreams before breakfast. I didn't know if, it was, if I should call it a superstition or not. Oh, I, yeah. I use that word a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we were talking about because that's a safe word, you know. Yeah. So, what advice do you have about that? About dreams, I always ask people if they remember them. Uh -huh. And then I ask them, uh, well, if you remember them, do you write them down first thing in the morning? Because 
That's what you should do. If you when you wake up, we often kind of can pull them together. Um, and then I recommend they if they can't remember their dreams, they use mugwort because mm -hmm. mugwort is really good for making um, vivid dreams. Happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you have a really awful like night terrors, mm -hmm. mugwort will bring them down so that they're mm -hmm. manageable. It's really good for trance work. It's really it's good stuff. So it is. And they also tell people you don't necessarily need to remember your dreams. You may not want that, to remember your dreams. That's what they tell people. It may know. be that you're processing something that you just need to process and not be aware that you're processing. Well, it, my, what I would tell them is if you have an interest in it, yeah. you better practice it just like anything else. Yeah. And as far as the superstition of not telling your dreams before breakfast, that's fine as long as you write them down instantly. But the trick yeah. with your dreams is to capture them as soon after becoming conscious mm -hmm. as possible. Even if you're laying in the bed, you know, remember it. Remember as much as you can of yeah. it because as time goes on, it slips away, it fades away, and it doesn't matter who you are. That's just the way dreams are set up to It's be. the nature of them. Yep. And, and I tell people to just make notes. Don't feel like you need to write mm -hmm. a 5,000-word essay yep. on your dream. Just yep. go, bears. In my car, drove away. Yep. And unless you are me, you know, unless you're somebody who's just really comfortable in the dream realm and, and working with it for a long, long time and ready to take a little break, don't smoke pot right before you go to bed because it's been shown to make your dreams less easy to remember. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's actually been shown. So it must don't... be really good for people whose PTSD mm -hmm. manifests in dreams. It is, it is. And people who have trouble uh, you winding down will smoke pot because it will wind them down, you know. But, but then they won't remember their dreams. So if you mm. really want to remember your dreams, don't get high right before you go to bed. Well, that's good you advice. Know, and what about Irish whiskey? Can I drink that before I go to bed? You can drink it. And <laughs> and as long as you practice remembering your dreams when you wake up, and that could be when you wake up to go to the bathroom or whatever, yeah. you remember what you were dreaming. And eventually, usually the first thing that happens is a person will get to the place where they can remember a dream, and then pick it back up after they've gone back to bed. Yes, I love it when I can I do like that. that state. That's where you can walk around. I, I also say it's, I will set goals for myself in sleep, like I might want to connect with someone mm -hmm. in my dream, yep. or I might want to do figure something out or do this thing or whatever, but I also am in my mid-50s and have been doing this all my life yeah. as far as yeah. I know. I believe that you shouldn't pressure yourself about your dreams either, but rather go into a state of observing them. Mm -hmm. Just just observe it and make sure you do it all the time. There's my advice about dreams. Well, you that was great. Eventually, you get to a place where you start wondering what they mean. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you come to a place where you start to wonder if you're getting information. You yeah. start to wonder if you're actually seeing that dead uncle or that person who passed away or That's right. whatever, whatever. And then eventually you come out the other side and you realize that you know how to do that stuff. Yeah. And, that and, you, and it's not a generic practice, dream mm -hmm. interpretation. You need all the details about it. And then you need to know what that those details mean to you. Right, right, right. Because a snake may mean one thing to you that and mean something totally different to me. Absolutely. So you can't buy some little old dream book and go, Well, last night I dreamed about meeting some tall, dark, handsome stranger. 
of what does it mean? Yeah. You know. Well, and sometimes it doesn't mean a thing. Well, Freud said sometimes a cigar is just, just a cigar. cigar. You know. Well, <laughs> Have I, you ever heard that? Mm -hmm. yeah, so. but, but the thing about dreams too is for people like us who make a study and a practice of it, we can usually tell when a dream is a prophetic dream mm -hmm. versus I'm just working out some stuff in my Absolutely. life dream versus the kind of dream that really is like a download of information. Right. Yeah. And those are some of the kinds of dreams that you can have. Yeah. I, yes, absolutely. We need to go into the subject, I think, again, because we don't have all the time in the world for each podcast to talk about it. Yeah. But there's a lot to learn about it, a lot to say about it. And I'll bet that our constituency, our listeners, probably have some experiences themselves or some pieces of advice. Yes, and we would it. love to hear that. So come on wherever we are on social media that you catch us, Facebook or wherever, yeah. and let us know some of that. We'd love, we'd be so curious. We would. Yeah. You know, I think that we should find a way to maybe have a contest built mm. around dreams. I don't know what it would That'd be. That'd be fun. You want to maybe give away one of the new calendars when they come? We out? could a new calendar, or we give away one of my books, or whatever we or want. Both to do, or both. Yeah. Let's work on that. We will, and we're also working on webinars, y'all. Yes. Webinars, y'all would have to look us in the eye while we're talking. Well, but <laughs> it's scary, isn't it, Gomez? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Would Would you pay for that webinar? I'd pay for it. Well, you don't uh, have yeah. to. <laughs> We'll comp you in on that. We're going to comp you in because you're, you're our voice man. Our voice man and our yard man and yeah, that's our right. taco man. Oh, that's right. Taco man. We're going to leave that up to y'all to figure out what that taco, one is. At any rate, his name is Gomez. I want to be right, Mr. a taco man. <laughs> well, we talked about dreams. We did. I'm proud of us. And we were just getting ready to start talking about sex. So we'll save that for another yeah. episode. So let's, uh, let's, let's hang up the phone here. No. Oh, I can't. You, you hang up first. You go first. No, you go first. No, you go first. Well, we, uh, we're going to talk about bodements coming up. we yeah. got some road trips coming up. Unless, you know, they quarantine Western North Carolina. They go, y'all don't have the coronavirus, but we don't want to see you. So you they know may what? quarantine us up. If they do, we'll talk to y'all about meeting us in the dream world. Yeah, or just dream right walking. here. Or just right here. Yeah. Meet yeah. us right here in the crazy dream world right. of podcasts. That's right. That internet. Y'all, we love you. Thank we you love for hanging you out. Thanks for helping us be in a better mood. You in a better mood, Alicia? Much better. Gomez, you in a good mood? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Take thank y'all. Bye. Don't forget to wash your hands. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Stupid be gone. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D.